I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to Merida Siget Consulting. Through my Finding Myself journey, I've learned a lot, and I'd like to use what I've learned to help you live the life that you want to live. Change and transformation sometimes can be scary and confusing. I'd like to support you to find the joy in the journey and be the person that you want to be. Increased positivity, mindset shifts, and an action plan can get you on the right path to the life that you have always wanted. Check out my website at www.meredithsiget.com. Let me spell that for you. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, Siget, S-I-G-E-T. There, you can schedule a free 20-minute discovery call and check out everything that I have to offer. Let me know that you're a listener. I want to show extra special love to all of my listeners out there. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. This episode, I promise you, is going to be fabulous. I am so excited for this episode. I just, I... I'm just geeking out right now. I have Kelly here, Dr. Kelly Waltman. Kelly, you're going to have to help me from geeking out too much, okay? Well, I, we might need a third-party intervener because <laughs> I I also need help not geeking out too much about uh, this book and this topic. So we can try to be accountability buddies, but I'm guessing we need a third-party intervener here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, tonight's or today's episode is about Jen Sincero's book, You Are a Badass. But before we get into that, I got to catch up with you, Kelly. What's going on? Wow. Yeah, lots, lots going on for sure. Um, Of course, we're recording this in the midst of a crazy global pandemic. So that's been lots of fun. Yes. Um, But we are soldiering on right and uh yeah so lots of exciting stuff uh we're still planning our retreat for the fall which is really exciting and i think people are going to be very ready for that um i'm launching some exciting stuff in my business launching a a youtube channel uh yeah super exciting so lots going on yeah okay so first of all, I'm crossing my fingers about the retreat that I know we won't have any issues, but I do agree with you that the timing of our retreat in October is going to be a little bit of a deep breath for everyone. I am looking forward to getting together with other women to talk about this, uh, to talk about the book we've chosen, to kind of have some time away to take a breath. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. You know, like you said, fingers crossed that we are able to have small group gatherings like this by October. Please, please, please. Um, That we can, we can have that. Um, I think it's definitely an advantage that this is a a small intimate retreat with less than 20 people. Hopefully that's on our side. Um, You know, not only is that just an advantage of the retreat, but hopefully in the midst of, of, non-large group gatherings <laughs> that will work work to our, our advantage as well. I agree. Yes. So very excited for that. 
but I got to jump to your YouTube channel. So it drops the same day this episode drops. Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, this is a bit of a, a, a jump out of the comfort zone for me. I've, I've done you know, public speaking, training, teaching um, for you know over 20 years. I'm very comfortable with that. But the perfectionist in me has always been a little bit scared at the idea of having recorded content, you know, out there in the world for anybody to see. That part has been, has, has held me back a little bit, but I'm jumping out of my comfort zone, taking the leap and um, yeah, and launching a YouTube channel that's focused on helping be helping people be courageous leaders. So we'll focus a lot on how to give feedback, how to receive feedback, um, and just lots of really great leadership tips. And so, yeah, doing a live launch of the channel on the 12th, the day this episode drops at noon, and then there'll be new videos uh, every Tuesday and Friday following that. So really, really excited um, to just to take that leap and to be able to share uh, the goodness with the world. And I took your your workshop last week, and I got to tell you, I came into the workshop going, okay, you know, feedback, I get it. You know, it isn't a, a novel idea for me, but I really came away with a lot more than I was expecting. So you really gave a lot of good information that I was able to apply to areas I never even thought of. Like you jogged my mind to think about this and really look of where I could apply the concepts of feedback, giving and receiving. Um, so I, I really got to thank you for that because I think this is something that is definitely going to be useful in so many different facets of my professional life, but also my personal life. Well, thank you. That makes my heart so happy uh, <laughs> to, to hear that. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, while the the channel, the YouTube channel is geared towards the, the idea of business leadership or just leadership in general, I think that concept of effective communication and being able to give and receive feedback, like you said, those are applicable in every facet of our life. Um, and it's something that we always, we aren't always very comfortable with. And so I'm, I'm glad to hear that you really enjoyed it and that you walked away from with some insights and some things that you can can apply because that's definitely the goal. So thank you. Appreciate I, that. I love the, the words you use, effective communication. Mm -hmm. I am really in during this pandemic and having to use other modes of communicating, that is really resonating with me and trying to do my best to communicate in those different modes as best as possible. Because, you know, over email, you lose so much. Uh, over Zoom, things can come off a little casual or a little uncomfortable. Uh, so I, I really, I really um, just liked hearing that about the communication and making it more effective and more to the point, like being mm -hmm. direct mm -hmm. um, and being okay with being direct. And then the opposite, because through, through your workshop, something that was in my head is it stings to hear feedback. 
Yes. And I'm the person, you spoke to me, I'm the person who wants to jump right in (laughs) with some type of response. And Mm -hmm. I need to do a better job of what you said. Thank you for the feedback. I'd like to process that and think about that. Can we circle back in another day and discuss this? Absolutely. I think that that's a lot of people have that tendency and I I'm right there with you. I'm the same way. I want it in all of my communication. I tend to be that way where I'm the, you know, I, I'm the a quick talker, quick responder, fire back right away. Um, and so even for me, that's a challenge, you know, I know <laughs> what to do and that's still, it's, it's something that takes practice every day. And uh, I think that's a very normal reaction. And that's when, you know, through the the workshop and through through the consulting, I, I try to give people worksheets and things that they can use to help them as prompts, because sometimes having that in front of you can really <laughs> help remind you how to effectively handle that situation, because that is a natural inclination and it takes it takes work and practice. Definitely. Yeah, I try to use the technique that I tell other people, take mm-hmm. a breath, it, give it, give your brain time to engage so that you just don't spout out, but <laughs> I didn't mean that. That's not what I said. You know, you need to understand, you know, take a breath, engage the brain to just go, okay, we're going to think through what was said and then have a well thought out response. Yes. Yeah. So. So thank you very much for that workshop. I am so interested in hearing everything that you have to say. And I'm actually thinking of, okay, who else needs to know Dr. Kelly Waltman? (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I actually had you going and my husband was in the room while I was taking your workshop. So he was listening to what you were saying. And I'm like, hey, you need to hear this. And he's like, I'm in the room. I can hear it. I'm like, I think you're going to like this. <laughs> so um, so I, I'm, I'm going to bring some converts over to your side. Well, I appreciate that. And <laughs> they can check out the, the YouTube channel once that's going. And uh, yeah, get some, get some good content, hopefully. Yeah, great. Okay. So are you ready to jump in to You Are a Badass? I am. I'm right. always ready for this one. Yes. All right. I, I am excited for this. So I got to tell you, I loved this book. I think this book needs to be my Bible. That's how much <laughs> I love this book. So I, good. It is. I just flip through this book and can't pick out one area that is my favorite because there's something in all of the areas that I just think is so awesome. Yes. Yeah, I so this book for me, I I don't even know how I stumbled onto it, but I stumbled onto it and, and downloaded it and listened to it on Audible. And at the time I was commuting an hour each way to work. And I would listen to it. And I would go back and listen to sections again because I'd I'd hear what she would say. I thought, oh, that's so good. And so then I'd, you know, rewind and listen to it again. And and I've had the book for 
I don't know, a year and a half at least, if not more. And yeah, I've gone back and listened to chapters over and over and over again because it's just so good. And depending on where you are, you pick up something new and it's just, yeah, really for me, this, I know it can sound a little cliche and overstated to say something was life-changing, but this book really truly was for me life-changing, um, hands down without a doubt. Um, yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Uh, just because there was something that was introduced to me in a formal sense mm. that resonated and I've looked into more. Um, the vibrating on high and the, mm-hmm. the laws of attraction, I kind of knew the concept in a way, but I didn't know that it was truly a concept that people have written books on and base things on. So she introduced me to, to that concept in a formal sense, which has completely impacted my mindset and how I want to live my life. Right. Yeah, I years ago, um, back when it was featured on Oprah, because I used to just love me some Oprah, uh, <laughs> every day, four o'clock, um, I, when she featured The Secret, I read The Secret, and a handful of years after that, I listened to the book, and I don't even remember the author, um, I think it was The Law of Attraction. And but for me, I agree with you that this book, You Are a Badass, really changed things for me because when I had read those books, it was more about just if you wanted a specific thing, how to manifest that specific okay. thing and or, you know, uh, the whole vision board vision for your life. But the the broader sense of literally your thoughts can create your reality and mindset and gratitude and, and all the ways that, that Jen you know, cause we're, we're BFFs. I'll just call her by our first name. Uh, <laughs> can we go for coffee or tea sometime? Right? Yeah. Jen, I did get we'll to go. meet her. Yeah. I did get to meet her and she signed my book, um, my other book, but, uh, so you really yeah, are way, BFFs. Yeah, we totally are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the way she explains it just, yeah, really solidified things for me and made it a broader, I guess, application that I hadn't thought about before. So I would, I would completely agree with that. And that, that is something, there's a passage in the book that I took like a week to digest. Mm. And I think in total, it really is one sentence with a lot of commas, but I, I pondered it. I talked to my husband about it. I just, I, I just really wanted to dive into it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it here. When we trust that we live in an abundant universe and allow ourselves to give freely, we raise our frequency, strengthen our faith, and feel awesome. Therefore, putting ourselves in flow and the position to re- receive abundant amounts in return. No. <laughs> I, it's almost like I had to break down the mm-hmm. pieces of that to fully process it. Yeah, that's a lot packed in. That's, yeah. yeah. But it, it just, it was one of those that like, 
it just it just hit me like if I could you know put that on an index card and walk around with that index card <laughs> all the time you know to get it tattooed on your forearm like on the inside of your forearm yeah it, it was and it was one of those that I kind of like that week kept opening the book to that point and reading it and just thought about it mm-hmm. and and tried to visualize what that all would look like and also for me it gives me a feeling like it's there's a feeling attached to what she's saying and how I want to feel it this like I want to feel that you know put having that high frequency you know strong faith feeling awesome who doesn't mm-hmm. want to feel awesome <laughs> absolutely I think that's part of why she, this book and just her whole You Are a Badass series has really resonated with people. You know, like she's, she says there are hundreds of thousands of, of self-help books out there and, um, and she's read almost all of them. And, but what she says is there really wasn't one that was kind of spunky like she is and, you know, that is snarky and fun. And uh, that really is, I think it just makes it so much more relatable and enjoyable. And it does make you feel good, you know, hearing her stories and, and her testimony, I think is also just so inspiring. Right. You know, she talks about being broken, living in a garage at, at 40 and, you know, so it's never too late to figure it out. And it's, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's her style. I think uh, it's just makes it so much more relatable and, and digestible. I mean, it's almost like, we're sitting down with her at a coffee shop, you know, every week just having our girlfriend chats and going through different pieces. And she's sitting there with you going, but hey, if you look at life this way, this is what can happen. Absolutely. I mean, even just if you look at the the full title is You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. That yeah. is so true. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, and I think it's tempting for a lot of people to think, well, okay, I'm not going to pursue my dream of this because there's already so many people doing it. There's already a million this. There's already a million that. Um, and I think, you know, what we just talked about in terms of there being thousands upon thousands of self-help books out there well before she wrote this one, but nobody had written it the way she was going to write it. And so, you know, I always think back to that too, that, yeah, there's a, there are millions of people and maybe hundreds of thousands doing the type of thing you want to do, but there's only one you, and there's only one, your story and your perspective to bring to it. And that's what makes you a badass. Like it's (laughs) your own experience that you're bringing to the table and those are your gifts. And so, yeah, stop doubting it. Stop doubting it all and just do it already. Yeah. No, I agree. And that that word badass. Mm-hmm. Like at, at first, so how I got introduced, you know, in, in simple terms to this series is on the shelves at Target. <laughs> I peruse the Target books. It's a small section, so it's easy to digest. 
and I just go to see what's new, what catches my eye. And of course, I was seeing this book. Then I was seeing the little cards. And then I was seeing you're a badass at making money. And you, so you started to see the badass. And I'm like, this word badass. Like at first, I'm like, what? Is, like, what is it? I, you know, my my first inclination with a badass is someone who rides a motorcycle, <laughs> wears a leather jacket, and just doesn't conform to society right but as I've thought about it more there is a point like the person who rides a motorcycle and wears a leather jacket and doesn't care is a badass is a is their own version of being a badass but doing what you want to do because you want to do it and doing it full-heartedly the, the person on the motorcycle doesn't apologize for riding a motorcycle. They enjoy it. They love the wind flowing through their hair. And that's where they want to be. Preach it, girl. I know. So right? <laughs> I, I really took to that word badass after I thought about it more. Right. Yep. And there's, there's a certain, it's funny, there's a certain coworker that I have that to me, is the epitome of this modern-day badass. Mm-hmm. She, and I have told her this, and she laughs. <laughs> I mean, she's a school psychologist, so it's not like she's in a position, you know, of, of being a badass, but she just lives her life in such a badass way where she isn't apologetic, she goes after what she wants. She says what she wants. She does it, of course, appropriately. Sure. But that she has that confidence to put her voice and herself out there. And so I always use her as kind of my image of a modern badass. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to get her on my podcast. And because she's such a badass... She's hard to get. She's on other people's <laughs> podcasts and YouTube channels. <laughs> I'm not the only one who thinks she's awesome. <laughs> so Amber, if you're listening to this, hi. <laughs> what do you think about the word badass? I completely agree. I think, you know, it's it's easy to, yeah, to have kind of the stereotypical image but yeah, I think anybody who is, I think everybody has the potential to be a, a badass. If you are, yeah, you're willing to just do your thing and go after it um, and not worry about it. I think that if you're willing to say, yeah, this scares me, but I don't care, I'm going to do it anyway, that makes you a badass. You know, if you're willing to say, I'm going to take this leap, I'm going to, you know, try this new thing, I'm going to do this risk. Um, whatever it is, that, that makes you a badass. I agree. So I'm trying to find, I, I preset some quotes here that I wanted to say, and one is going to, is fits what you just said. So I got to mm. find it here. Well, that one fits too. There's so many quotes. <laughs> There's so many. There's I know. There's so many. I had a hard time. But so a quote from chapter eight, what are you doing here? Just, I mean, this is just in the beginning of the, it starts the chapter. 
Getting clear about what your unique purpose is can be the difference between living a happy, fulfilled life of abundance, choice, and expansiveness, or living in the restricted veil pen of your own indecision and tired old excuses. Wow. Yeah. Yes. The tired old excuses. Yeah, I forget because I've consumed like all things badass. Um, This one, you are badass every day. You are badass at making money. I have the calendar. Um, Total groupie. But um, I forget which thing I read this in. It might be in this book as well, where she says, the walls of your comfort zone are lovingly decorated with your favorite excuses. Oh. Yeah, right? Um, That was one that just stuck with me. I thought, that is good. Um, It's... Yeah, I just, I, I love that so much. Yeah. the In the gratitude uh, chapter, faith is the muscle you use when you decide to blast outside of your comfort zone and transform your life into something that's practically unrecognizable to you in your present reality. So good. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys can't see my face, but yes, it was like... Jaw drop. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'll reel yeah. it back in. I know I'm geeking out here, but this, these words are so motivational, yes. inspirational. It fills you with the energy to, you know, to just be like, I want to do this. I am going to be a badass. It's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned the with the gratitude. That was. And thinking about the main theme, some of the major themes that I took away from from the book, um, that's a huge one. You know, coming from a place of gratitude, um, and I really, you know, sometimes I'm better about incorporating that literally than others. I try to come from a mindset and a place of gratitude generally. Sometimes I'm really good about you know writing down in a you know gratitude notes at the end of the day, or you know starting the day with a, a gratitude meditation, but generally trying to keep a, a, a mindset and a come from a place of, of gratitude. And that really is so powerful, not only like you mentioned a little while ago with keeping your energy and your vibration high, you know, because you're coming from a place of gratitude, you're naturally going to be vibing right. at a, a higher frequency. Um, but uh, also just this idea of what you focus on, you create more of. So if you're focusing on the positives, if you're focusing and and being grateful, you know, even so being grateful for the things that you tangibly have now, but she also talks a lot about being grateful for the things that you are kind of manifesting to come into your life. So, you know, I think she talks about your bank account might have crickets right now, but you're going to say, I'm grateful for my financial wealth and abundance and the money. <laughs> so you, you know, you're grateful for the things that you are are setting into motion that you want to be because as she talks about, they're already out there. It's already all out in the universe. And I know that we could start to get a little woo-woo geeky, um, <laughs> but you know, it is all out there. You just have to be willing to receive it and by expressing gratitude for it already, you're showing your faith that it's out there and it's just on its way to you. And so that, that idea of gratitude is just so powerful. And one of the big, big things that I took away from this book. I completely agree about gratitude and gratitude isn't a new concept. 
And mm-hmm. it's it's not like it's Jen Sincero's concept, but putting it into a perspective of one, you know, the vibing on high and how that helps you and, and putting a good perspective on it. I mean, even through this pandemic, I have really switched my mindset since the beginning of it to be more grateful, to have that gratitude because that has helped pull me out of that negative mindset of how crappy this is. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find those silver linings. I'm trying to find those times that I can be grateful for, even if it's little things. Those little things do add up. And it really has pulled me out of that mopey, lumpy, negative mindset right and you know what I love too with her and her approach and in this book even though she talks about the power of gratitude for all the reasons that we've just talked about she does give permission that if something is really crappy to take your moment Mm -hmm. take your moment feel the feels you know throw your temper tantrum whatever you need to do allow that emotion to happen but don't stay there you know, don't just get stuck in it. And so, yeah, there's going to be times that you're going to have those moments where you're feeling way overwhelmed or stressed or frustrated or anxiety, and that's okay. Allow yourself that moment, but then use that tool like you just talked about to say, okay, I had my temper tantrum. <laughs> now I'm going to focus on the positives. What can I, what can I be grateful for here? And what can I do to, like you said, to pull myself out of that that funk? And I like that she gives the permission to do that. Yeah. It's almost like as you're saying that, I'm envisioning a, a kind of like a rope ladder coming down in the, the pit that I put myself in. Mm-hmm. And I, through my practice, take each rung of the ladder and get myself out of the pit. Right. The, the more I practice, the easier it gets. The more I'm feeling grateful, I'm having more positive than negative. And I eventually get to a point where I can see the pit and I know it's there, but I don't have to sit in the pit. Right. Yes. I recognize it, but I don't have to sit in it. Right. It's like, um, what was it, the breakfast club? With the, was it breakfast club? No. This one with the tension breaker had to be done. <laughs> and so it's like you jump down there, you, you you scream for a minute, tension breaker had to be done, and then you <laughs> then you climb back out. <laughs> but you don't hang out down there because that's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy to stay down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that you referenced the breakfast club. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like it wasn't that. It was maybe like Fast Times at Richmond High or something. I don't remember which movie it was, but I just remember, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I that's funny. I I mean I'm all like I've been in situations and I appreciate there are times we just have to say this sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. There's nothing else that you can say. This sucks. Yep. Okay. I said it. We all acknowledge it sucks. We've got to move on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so this book it, Again, it there's so much information in it. We've mentioned about the gratitude. She also brings up affirmations. Mm-hmm. That you know, that positive self-talk. 
is so important because we have so much negative self-talk. We need to counterbalance it. And having affirmations that are really set there for you to help remind you, to help lift you up at those times when you're maybe not feeling that way or you need that nudge to be like, you are awesome. Stop doubting yourself. Yeah, I think um, these go hand in hand for me with this idea of your thoughts create your reality, you know, what you focus on. So the power of affirmations is, yeah, it, it convinces you a little bit that, you know, you can stop doubting your greatness, but it's also, again, that focus on something positive and like she has that quote on page 93, our, our thoughts are the most important tool um, we've got. And so if you are constantly telling yourself, oh, well, I'm, I'm not good enough at that, or I can't do that, or I'm never going to do that. Well, then you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, and that's, you know, the, those are your constant thoughts and, and scripts and narrative, then yeah, you're going to prove yourself right. But if you focus on those affirmations that, you know, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of an example of one right now and I'm drawing a blank, but, um, so for me, like I will have a successful YouTube channel, you know, if I were to just focus on the negative, like, Oh, I could never do that. I can, I can't do that. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm afraid to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well then sure. I I will prove myself right. And Mm -hmm. I'll stay stuck forever. Or maybe I'll do one video and be uncomfortable and then just, and say, see, I told you, but if I focus on affirmations, I not only give myself a confidence boost, but I'm focusing on that and, and I'm more likely to bring that into reality because that's what I'm, I'm focusing on. Right. It, it's always this self-fulfilling prophecy that if yes. you think you can't, well, you can't. But if right. you think you can, you can. So. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think affirmations get a little bit of a, a bad name and I sometimes people think they're hokey because of the whole like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. You know? oh. <laughs> More <laughs> references. You know, yeah, um, and so I think people tend to think, okay, yeah, 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 I just need to stand in the mirror and say, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. Um, and it's easy to dismiss because it, it has, I think, that kind of cheesy connotation or, or um, reference but there really is power there. And she gives tons of different examples of, of affirmations and things that, that will work for you and evoke emotion. That's the big thing too, that she talks about with affirmations that it, it, like you talked about earlier, it makes you feel something because that's really where the good stuff is, is with the, the feeling that it, that he evo- it evokes. Yeah. I, it, for me, it's just big reminders. I, I am a person that I have sayings, quotes, whatever it may be around me in different places for different reasons. And I will, I have a whiteboard in my office and I will change up quotes or I have put just simply, you are brave because I was going through some things Then I needed to remind myself that I am brave. I can do this. Um, so I am a big fan of having reminders, having affirmations around, and using that positive self-talk. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's perfect. This book is, like, I'm trying to go through it to pick out what else there is, and there's too much for me to narrow down. I mean, I wanted to point out here, so the book is broken up into five parts, and I just got to read the title of the parts, because right there it tells you what what it's all about, what's really in here. So part one is how you got this way. You know, looking at what got in the way of you having the confidence and being the badass you've always been able to be. Part two is how to embrace your inner badass. So working on that. Part three, how to tap into the mother load. <laughs> that that's awesome. I think that's great. That's where the gratitude falls in. Meditation falls in there. Forgiveness. Some really great chapters. Part four is how to get over your BS already. Straight to the point and direct. Get over that BS. And then the last part, part five, is how to kick some ass. <laughs> Who doesn't love these section uh, headings? They're awesome. So there's, there's so much good information in this book. And I do love, so I haven't read the You Are a Badass at Making Money yet. It's on my book bucket list and I have to do it. But she puts a chapter in here about money that really is a good teaser for the, the larger book, but still kind of gives the feeling or the, the thoughts about her concepts with money. So I am really, like, really uh, interested in reading that whole book. Yeah, that was, for me, one of the the biggest chapters in terms of when I say that this book was life-changing. I mean, really the whole book. But that was a big one for me. It was very eye-opening. I had no idea the extent to my limiting beliefs yeah. <laughs> around money. I had no idea. And that was one of those chapters that I just listened to over and over again. And I wish I had written down the quote um, before this, but there was one quote that I must have listened to 15 times. It was something like she decided she was no longer going to be the type of woman who would take what she could how, how does it, I forget. She was no longer going to settle, but she was going to be the type of woman that's going to, that was going to get what she deserves or is she, you know, and it's this whole idea of not settling anymore. And, um, that quote for me was, I just thought, oh my goodness. Yes. that, <laughs> And how she digs into where she got with those limiting beliefs, where they came from, how much they were setting her back. And that just, all resonated so much with me because I just had no idea that I was coming from that same mindset. And yeah, that was huge for me. That, that chapter was very, very eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know why I, I just bought books. I should have bought that one. Oh, I'm kicking <laughs> myself right now. I got to do that. I got to do that. That's definitely on my list. So this book I really feel has so much, I mean, meditation, money, gratitude, affirmations, um, laws of attraction, so much in this book that is so usable. One of the things that I love, in a lot of the chapters, she has her own kind of lists. And I think it's her way of giving information in bite-sized, usable pieces. 
and it makes it an easier read and an easier organization. Did you kind of get that sense? Yeah, the tricky part for me is the listening to it. So visually, oh. yeah, yeah, so visually I can't picture what you mean okay. uh, because, <laughs> because of listening to it on Audible. And like we talked about, uh, we were chatting earlier, I bought a copy, but then a hard copy, but then gave it away. And I have yet to buy myself another hard copy because this is one that even though I've listened to it on Audible a million times, I really do want a, a, an in-print copy. Um, so, but yeah, I, I don't have my hands on one, unfortunately. There we go. So in most of the, the chapters, she has a breakdown and she makes it really easy. So if you wanted to go back to get some steps, she basically has them written in, in a step form. So it makes it just really easy but easy to digest, to go back to, to maybe pick some of those steps or points that really resonate with you. But the one step that you see over and over again throughout all of the chapters, and usually it's the last one that she lists, is love yourself. Consistently mm-hmm. through this book, she is always saying, love yourself. Here in, in this one... Um, in the chapter Millions of Mirrors, is love yourself fiercely, loyally, and unapologetically. I, like, that, you know, kept, that kept coming. At first I was like, oh, okay, she's doing this again. And then when I saw, when I saw it all the way through half the book, I stopped. And I kind of went back to the chapters that I had read and and looked at. It's, it's in here. Love yourself and all of her little tags are different each time she says it you know in um chapter 15 the forgiveness forgive or fester again love yourself you deserve it Mm -hmm. so she's a big proponent of you know love yourself give yourself that love that you need and you deserve and it's it's sad that we need to hear it so many times, right? That we need to hear it so many times. Good point. For, yeah, to for it to to sink in, and it's so true. We really do. I, you know, and I think we need to be reminded all the time. And it's 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 so sad that we, yeah, we don't just automatically love ourselves, you know, and our flaws and all. That we tend to just be so self critical, and we tend to you know, tear ourselves down and apart and be our own worst critics. Um, Yeah, it's, so those are, you know, I think for all of us, those are much needed reminders. Yeah. So Kelly, the, the last part of this was to bring up any interesting quotes or concepts man, like I could sit here for another, I don't know, two days and and give quotes. So I, I will let you, if you have any that you wanted to kind of share or, or bring up or other parts that you loved about this book that we didn't quite get to. So I don't have the page number for this one, but I love the quote. Uh, this was on our, our sheet when we did okay. our book chat for She Leads and Reads. Um, you aren't a selfish person for taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. just a happier one. Yes. Amen. Preach. Preach. Um, yes. And then the other one is on page 138. Our entire experience on this planet 
planet is determined by how we choose to perceive our reality. And so that really, again, encompasses the whole thing of gratitude, mindset, choosing your reality, um, you know, your thoughts, all of that. Um, so I really, really loved that quote as well, because I feel like it just sums it all up. Which it, you're through a few things that you've you've talked about and brought up tonight rem, reminded me of a story that she told in the book to bring out a point. So she brought up a story where her car broke down and she had to wait for someone to come and help her out. She had the kids. It was a hectic day. They were on the way, I think, to soccer practice. And like it was just one of those that I think all parents can relate to where everything's, you know, on a hurried track. You're trying to get everything done and get someone somewhere. And then something gets right in your way and you're stopped dead in your tracks. And of course, the frustration, the emotions, you're already kind of heightened because you're in a rushing state. And then, crap, this happens. And she said, I could look at it as, this is crappy. Oh my gosh, we have to be here. We have to be there. We're not going to do this. And I can be really pissed off. Or I can think this was an opportunity for me to stop and be with my kids, to spend some time and enjoy the time that I have with them because in this time of life, we are so rushed and I don't always get these moments where we just get to sit and talk. Right. And yeah. I, I loved that. Like it, that solidified in my brain of like, okay, you're going to have moments like this. You can choose to be pissed off or you can choose to put your energy into positive. That's right. Yeah. So it's that it's that reality. I can choose to look at it as this is the crappiest thing to happen or I can choose to look at it as this is an opportunity. Yep. Yeah, and it's not always easy, you know, to <laughs> to make that choice. You know, it's not always easy, but ultimately it does feel so much better. And it's going to put you in a better space. And um, yeah, it's it, it definitely makes a, a difference for sure. With this book, I, I just be very honest with you. The intro to the book had me so geeking out. <laughs> I was just like the intro by itself was motivating. I mean, it the one thing that I, I have a big heart that I drew on my page just a easy thing, but it made it so much sense to me. You need to go from wanting to change your life to deciding to change your life. How many of us have read these self-help books because we want to help our life and we want to help ourselves, we want to change it, but we don't really decide to do anything except for read the book. Right. So putting what we're reading and what we want into action and you need to decide this is the time that I'm going to change my life for the better. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Kelly, thank you very much for having (laughs) this conversation with me. This is a book that really is worth discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. No, thank you for inviting me to to talk about it. I could talk about this book all day, every day. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's just that good. Everybody should, should get it and read it. And uh, yeah, 
which I will offer to the listeners out there, feel free to go to the Finding Myself Facebook page. If you want to talk about this book, please write a post, let us know, feel free to DM me and and we can work on that. I actually did a uh, book group on this book last fall. So I, I already have some some things put together. Kelly did a book discussion group with this book. So we we've done our part and we are more than willing to talk with other people. So feel free to to drop some information in the Facebook group if you'd like to talk about it too. Absolutely. Yes. So Kelly, I think we've come to the end of our time. But please, would you tell my listeners where they can find you? Absolutely. So on social, it's at Dr. Kelly Waltman, D-R-K-E-L-Y-W-A-L-T-M-A-N. And uh, also you can, if you're interested in more book topics and book information, you can check out She Leads and Reads. Uh, there's, it's sheleadsandreads.com and also on Instagram, sheleads underscore reads. Oh, great. And I am so looking forward to your YouTube channel. I want to see those videos and and be able to pass them on to other people because I think what you're talking about is so useful and so needed. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I definitely will have you back on the podcast. We've got more books to talk about. And I'm actually thinking about an idea for another podcast episode. Oh, boy. Yes. You know us and our shenanigans. Yes. Yes. We love our shenanigans. (laughs) All right, Kelly. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to you and goodbye to the listeners out there. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.